You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Sacramento Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. George Hill would like to just add a little icing to the cake and make it a five-point ball game. Hill tonight with 21 points, seven rebounds, four assists. Did not play last night because of the strep throat. Back in action and what a contribution. He hits them both. 2.8 to go. And the Kings are going to fly home with back-to-back road victories. This ball game is over. What up, what up, what up? Hey there, how about that? Sacramento Kings get the victory. They do something they haven't done all season long. They won on the second night of a back-to-back. So two straight wins for the Kings coming home on a road trip. Two and two. Not bad. We got some good numbers regarding the Sacramento Kings. We'll do that throughout our podcast today. Welcome in to Locked On Kings. We thank you for following us here on the Locked On Network and specifically on Locked On Kings. But you can catch up with anybody's podcast, all the guys that are covering the different teams, whether it's NFL or NBA, on the entirety of the network. So let's do it. Let's jump into the game on Wednesday night. I wondered how the Kings were going to play. All we knew going into the game was that De'Aaron Fox was out and that George Hill was back. That proved to be a very good sign for the Sacramento Kings because George Hill, as you will hear coming up, was very instrumental in the victory for the Sacramento Kings. But let's kind of start with, as we always like to do, kind of a listen back, kind of a game breakdown via the highlights of the G-man Gary Gerald of how it played for the Sacramento Kings in Brooklyn. Jab step, step back Jay is an air ball grabbed by Bogdanovich. Good active rebound by Bogdanovich. Bogey's like a man on a mission early tonight. He struggled last night in Philly and he's trying to atone. Here's an alley oop set up. Big throw down Willie Cauley Stein. Oh, what a nice lob at the rim. And Cauley Stein coming out of the timeout. That had Vince Carter and other members of the Kings bench on their feet, arms extended. 13 in the shot clock as the Kings put it in play. Bogdanovich working on the right angle. Gets a double stack on top. Feeds to George Hill. Spots up for the rainbow three and he hits it routinely. And the great execution continues by Sacramento. They lead 27 to 15, a double digit advantage. Back to the basket flip, a prayer unanswered. Kings in transition to Justin Jackson. Hits the corner three, knocks it down right in front of the Kings bench. George Hill immediately up to salute the three ball, knocked down by Jackson. Kings now lead by 15 on top in this one, 32 to 17. And their great shooting continues. Kings by 15, College Stein drives, spins, scores down in the low right block. Nice extension by Willie College Stein showing his athleticism off the dribble that time with a full 360 pirouette. Bogdanovich looking for Randolph and finding him on the right side this time. Dribbles to the right baseline, pulls it back, keeps the dribble alive, one on the clock, here's the fall away Jay. Score it as the horn sounds. Zach Randolph, amazing soft touch on the baseline, was down to the final tenth of a second when he let that one go. 12 in the shot clock, heels at the three-point line, one dribble only, good defense, gives to George Hill. Takes a three and steps back. Now launches a three and slides it home. George Hill knocking down his third three-pointer in three attempts. He came in top three in the NBA in percentage at 48% from downtown. Boy, the Kings needed that. The lead is back to double digits at 83-72. Kings last year won in this building for the first time in five tries. Here's Bogdanovich into the paint, pulls up, 12-footer on the way, score it. Bogdan Bogdanovich, he missed five of six last night. He's made five of seven tonight. Nice bounce back for Bogey. Inbounds to Costa, back to Heald in the corner. Buddy 
checked, has to give it up to Costa, five on the clock, drives left baseline, up and under, reverse attempt, smothered, grabbed by, and converted by Scalabese the air, a power rip with a right hand. For Sacramento, Hill will be the initiator. He's gonna tee up a three on the left angle, and he scores it. That's the fourth one that George Hill has made in four attempts tonight. He now has 18 points. For George Hill, his season scoring high, 21 in a road win at Dallas. George Hill, the initiator again. Deep three-point range, left wing. Costa comes out, sets the pick. Levert gets through the pick. Harris probes, resets, circles to the right, attacks the lane, squares up, floater in the paint. He's got two, and Kenny Atkinson will call timeout. Well, that's a couple of great sequences right there. The last two possessions for the veteran George Hill. 4.6 seconds to go. Joe Harris underneath the basket. Will put the ball in play. Holkamp hands him the ball. One fake. He surveys. He's looking. He fakes again. Fakes again. Now he dumps it out to the wing. The ball is turned over. It slipped off the hands of Spencer Dinwiddie and goes out of bounds to Sacramento with 3.4 seconds to go. Well, now let's look at how it all played out. You heard the audio version. Kind of my recap of this one in the Kings' 104-99 victory over the Brooklyn Nets. It couldn't have started any better. The Kings have been so guilty of bad starts. Lately, they've been getting off to good starts. They've had 30-point quarters the last couple, and Wednesday night was no different. They had a 7-8 of eight start, 8-9 eight of nine start, 10-12, of 11-13, of 12-14. They ended the quarter 16-21, of 21, shooting 76%. Brooklyn took the same amount of field goal attempts, 21 field goal attempts, and made six. They shot 29%. Kings were up 16. So 36 to 20, they would grow the lead even larger in the second quarter. In fact, at one point, they led in the game by 21, which was the most they have led at any point this NBA season. And to do that on a road against a team that likes to push it, likes to push the pace, third in pace, likes to shoot threes. Brooklyn wasn't making the threes. Kings were defending well. And the Kings were getting so many cross matches mismatches down low that they were taking advantage of. Costa was driving by guys to the basket. Willie Cauley-Stein was making nice post moves in the paint. Zebo was torching him. They just were getting a lot of work done inside on a size advantage, and Brooklyn tried to counter that by stretching the floor and shoot threes, but they weren't making them. So Kings found themselves up 64-48 at the half, so still at 16-point cushion, shooting 57% from the floor. They had made four threes at halftime. Now we take you to the third quarter. It felt like a bad quarter for the Kings, but at the end of the quarter, they were only outscored by five, so they still had an 11-point lead going into the fourth quarter at 86-75. The Kings have been very guilty of having quarters in the teens. You never want to have your fourth quarter in the teens. Well, the Kings did. They only scored 18 in the fourth, but they were able to hang on. I thought Coach Yeager waited kind of a long time to bring in Zach Randolph back to the game. The second Zebo came in, under five minutes left, he scored with 4.02 to go, made the game 99-95. The Kings did not make another basket the rest of the game. They made five free throws. They turned the ball over plenty, but made just enough foul shots and defended just enough to win 104-99. to And, you know, if you look at some of the individuals, how they played, the Kings did this offensively without one of their best offensive players, playing well and that's Buddy Heald he was about the only guy that didn't shoot well he was 0 for 6 in the first half ended 1 for 7 and scored just two points the bench you got 12 points and eight boards from Costa Kufis but for a change the Kings got a lot of their points from their starters they have been more than guilty of having 
three, two, three, four starters sometimes in single digits. Only one starter in single digits on Wednesday, and that was Garrett Temple, who had five points. But it was the other guys, 13 from Willie Cauley-Stein with nine rebounds, 14 from Bogdanovich, who started. Zach Randolph, another impressive 21-8. and eight. And then George Hill was huge in this game. He had 22 points, seven rebounds, four assists, seven of nine from the floor, made all three, all four of his three-pointers. He's quickly becoming one of the higher percentage three-point shooters in the league, along with Buddy Heald. He just played great. He had a really good floor game all the way around. And afterwards, he caught up, or Katie Christensen caught up with him on the TV side to talk about the 104-99 win for the Kings. What allowed you guys to pull this one out? I don't even know. We made some shots. Bright coming up hot in the first, quarter, first half. So uh, we knew they were a good team. We knew they were going to come back with a lot of energy. It's NBA. You know, a 20-point lead is nothing. So um, they gave us everything that we wanted made it a great ball game tonight. The first foul of the fourth quarter wasn't called until under the 2.30 mark. Defensively, what was that fourth quarter like? You were playing phenomenally on both sides of the ball. I think the refs did a great job. They let us play today. You know, through all the physicality and all that stuff, they let us play. They kept it. You know, equal on both ends. Um, but, you know, we put, we made some some big plays down the stretch. Defensively uh, was most important. I don't know what meds they gave you, but you obviously missed last night. You're dealing with some strep throat issues. But how are you feeling tonight? I'm all right. I'm a little zapped with energy. My voice is kind of a little raspy, but uh, thank God I, I got to play with my team and, and have fun out there doing it. Zebo got his 10,000th career rebound tonight. Just how amazing is the big fella? It was funny because we, we said he was like at 9,999 in the game, and I said, I, I bet he don't get one this game. But uh, you, you can't stop him from getting rebounds and being Zebo. He's been doing that his whole career. All right, we mentioned the play of the Kings bench, too. And Costa Kufis did some nice things. 21 minutes, scored 12 points, grabbed eight rebounds. He was our radio postgame guest, and he caught up with the G-man, Gary Gerald. 2K, is that you? Yeah, how you guys doing? Hey, we're doing good, thank you. I mean, my gosh. It ended up being a bit of a drama down the stretch. No, definitely. you got to give credit when credit's due. They played very well towards the stretch. They hit some big threes, and fortunately for us, though, we came on top. So we'll take the victory regardless. <laughs> you know what's interesting? Dave Yeager was complimenting you and some of the others who last night had a bit of a struggle and maybe didn't play as much, but yet you were in a cheerleader's role encouraging your teammates. You come in tonight, you play 21 and a half minutes, you score 12 points, you grab eight rebounds. You did a number of things that helped this team get the win what kind of personal satisfaction do you get now that this team looks like it's starting to show more consistent improvement i mean the young guys are working hard every day and that's the biggest thing you know we're uh, we're developing you know zebo's been been, <laughs> been playing out of this world and you know fortunately for us you know it's about winning and we're just taking it day by day and <clears throat> you know like i said you know we we've had some games that, we, that were win very winnable for us this year but that's just the process of learning this year so uh come back home sacramento and get a win at home and then go from there you talk about your teammates, the young teammates. You're one of the mentors on this roster. What kind of improvement are you seeing from the young fellows? Oh, just confidence. You know, the more you play, the more confidence you build. And, uh, you know, you got, you got to give them credit. You know, they've been working and it's been paying off for all of them. And, you know, the future is bright for Sacramento. So it's just for us as a, as a veteran, you know, you got to just be patient a little bit, continue to work through them. You know, everybody makes mistakes. We're human. But at the same time, though, you know, you're seeing improvement every game. That's the biggest thing. Well, Costa, I think it's going to be a nice environment on that aircraft flying. It's going to be a long flight home tonight. It's going to be a long flight, but let's get home safely and then get a win back at home. All right. Thank you so much for your time. Bye. Costa Kufis tonight. 
Costa, again, just steady, 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 steady. Not always pretty at times, but he's going to play hard. He's going to rebound. He's going to defend. He's going to make some shots, and he did. And uh, he ended up with 12 and 8. All right, before we continue to talk about the Kings, I want to tell you a little bit about my bookie. You know that bowl season is here, right? A lot of games that are going to be going on, a lot of action. Well, you need to get in on that action on MyBookie. Are you sick and tired of getting the runaround when you're asking for a payout? Well, sign up at MyBookie.ag today and get paid fast when you win. Check it out for yourself. They have odds on every matchup as well as in-game live betting all season in the NFL and bowl games. So join now and MyBookie will match your deposit with up to a 50% bonus. Use promo code LOKINGS to activate your offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. It's that simple. If you're going to bet, the only place to do it is at MyBookie. All right, let's get back into our game breakdown of this one for the Sacramento Kings. Next up, we hear from the head coach of the Kings, Dave Yeager, and he obviously was thrilled to see this team find its way to a second straight road win to win 104-99. Here's the coach. Uh, some other guys who had good games last night struggled a little bit tonight, and that's uh, team basketball and a team win. Uh, Bogdanovich played uh, terrific, uh, and uh, I thought Costa Kufus bounced back from a tough night last night, didn't get to play a ton. Uh, I thought George Hill was was terrific and very steadying for us, and, and uh, I think very quietly Willie Cauley-Stein had a, had a nice trip. And so, uh, you know, those are, those are things that uh, it's, it's a – NBA game is 48 minutes, and there's a lot of teaching that can go on, and we'll keep teaching out of this. Teams are going to make runs. Teams are going to make shots. So how do we handle that, and uh, where do we want to get the ball to? And, and uh, you know, had that second unit out there, and usually Buddy can go get buckets. And, you know, he had a tougher night, so we struggled to uh, to create offense out of that. But, uh, you know, once we got through that, older guys kind of finished the game tonight. You guys get your first win on the second night of a back-to-back, and to do it on the road, just where do you feel your team has kind of uh, gone over the last month of December in terms of their growth? Uh, you know, we're just getting better every night. We're going out and, and learning some new things, and, uh, you know, we saw a team tonight that, you know, would almost rather shoot threes than, than twos unless they had layups, but, um, you know, when we were aggressive and attacked them, uh, you know, we're getting better. Just each guy learning uh, the nuances of the game and uh, – how many guys do we have that we're playing that have never seen any of these guys play unless they caught them in college or overseas one year? But um, every every night is a new scouting report, and you're seeing different things and different things that teams are doing to them. There was a little bit of everything in this game. You start out in the first quarter with your second highest first quarter scoring-wise of the season, but then really it was your defense in the fourth quarter that kind of turned the tide for you. Yeah, you know, they, they got a couple easy ones uh, breaking through, getting to the paint, but, uh, you know, the ones that bother you is, you know, you got to close all the way out to guys. You can't have, you know, let them stare you down and shoot a three because you know, it's a team, that's the scouting report, that's the game plan. Um, and, uh, you know, they got some shots from uh, Quincy AC hit some shots, and, and that's tough for sometimes for bigs to step out. Joe Harris hit a couple. Uh, I love Karras uh, Levert. I think he's just a terrific player. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie's continued to improve, as we talked about pregame. So, uh, you know, the future's bright for uh, for their franchise and we feel like uh, it is as well for us coach you uh, you slip zebo in late in the second quarter he gets two jump shots goes coast to coast finds willie coley stein almost finds bogdanovich on the next play can you talk about what he does for you as a coach and then his impact on the younger guys in the locker room as well yeah he gives them a lot of confidence uh, and congratulations to him we just had a celebration there got his 10,000 rebound so uh and early uh, early in the game so that was terrific but he's very calming Gives us a chance to, you know what, we don't know what we're doing. We're running all over the place. We know we can go to Zach, and, and whether that be at the elbows and he's shooting it well from three 
and we can get him in the post, and uh, it's very calming for us. You see him coaching some of the younger guys on the sideline. Does that help you out as well at all when he's doing that? And you kind of don't have to care about that. No, I tell him no. Of course, I know we encourage. You know, our guys have a good relationship, and the way that they deal with uh, each other is very professional. Um, you got Vince and Zach and George Hill and, and Garrett and Costa, and, and they're just real solid in the way that, by and large. 90% of the time, they're very positive and calm when they're teaching guys about different situations. Well, the one thing I could say right now about the Kings is we are cr- clearly, 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 clearly seeing progress. Here's some numbers to back that up. Kings are now 11-20. and 20. They are now 6-13 and 13 on the road. But if you remember that journey on the road, the first 10 road games, the Kings were really not that competitive. They went 1-9 and nine in the first 10 scored 90 points per game in that stretch 41 percent field goal percentage 36 from three so that's the first 10 since the last nine they're five and four so a winning record on the road in the last nine 103 points per game nearly 48 percent from the floor and 39 percent from three so up three percent from three up seven percent from the floor and up almost 13 points and then winning five of nine so it's gone better Kings in their last month, kind of starting with November 22nd, the game against the Lakers at home, they've gone 7-7 seven and seven over a 14-game stretch. So now we're – remember at that time, I think we are talking about, hey, look, the team's gone 3-3 three and three in six games. Well, now you stretch out a little bit more, pull back on the season, and you go, all right, 11-20, and 20, eh, just okay. That record's not amazing, not at all. But when you started 1-8, and 11-20 sounds much better. When you go seven and seven over fourteen, that sounds better. When you go five and four in your last nine road games, when you have more road wins than some teams that are even in the playoff picture right now, that says something. The Kings have now played nineteen road games. That's more than anybody in the league. And they've navigated their way through that okay. Now you're finding a stretch where Zach Randolph is certainly playing well. George Hill has put together four good games in a row. They're getting pretty co- consistent play, I would say, from Bogdanovich. And the bench has been solid. So, you know, baby steps. It's getting better periodically. And we said better by month. And certainly the end of December is coming up, and the Kings have had their best month yet. So hopefully we say the same when January wraps up. The guy, though, that also contributed in this game was Zach Randolph, 8 of 11, 21 more points. He did get eight rebounds, which, by the way, moved him past 10,000 career rebounds, now only trailing active players of Dwight Howard, Dirk Nowitzki, and Pau Gasol. So an amazing honor for him. And afterwards, sound a little emotional with the uh, the feat that he finally was able to get to. Zach, you reach and surpass the 10,000 mark in career rebounds. How did that one feel for you? It felt good, you know, because I always, you know, dedicated myself, always thought I was one of the best rebounders in the league, you know. And um, so I, I really... And, you know, I'm proud about that. You know, it's a blessing, man. You know, I thank God and, you know, I'm thankful. Uh, you told me before the game that it was your best friend that told you you weren't even aware that you were close to it. And he was talking a little trash to you, apparently. Yeah, he was. He was. I didn't even know it, you know. So <laughs> I was like, one rebound. I could have got that last game. What what makes a good rebounder in this league, especially with as long as you've played? Well, you know, rebound is art. You know, like I, was t- I tell the young guys, you know, we, it's not about who jumped the highest and how strong you are. Rebounding is about positioning and having a knack for the ball and, and reading where the ball will come off or have a good sense where the ball going to bounce to. So it's, it's a lot of combination of things. It ain't just athletic ability just jumping up and down. Well, I liked it. I like Zebo. I, like, I mean, he's a likable guy. He's really playing well. And it's fun to watch this team grow. And at 11 and 20, 
coming home with a couple of days off before they get ready for the Spurs on Saturday. We will be back again tomorrow with another edition of Locked on Kings. We recap this one. It's a fun trip for the Kings to find their way to get a couple of wins on the trip and now come home for San Antonio, as we mentioned. That game Saturday night at Golden One Center, which will mark the return of Rudy Gay. So enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for finding us here on the Locked On Network and Locked On Kings. Find us on iTunes, rate us there, leave comments if you would. And uh, we do appreciate your feedback and your support. I really do. It means a lot to me. So thank you so much for that. I will be back again tomorrow with another edition of Locked On Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily Sacramento Kings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.